106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What up, world? Welcome to the Fives of the Week podcast, a special bonus edition of the NFL Wildcard Weekend. It's your boy, Philly. And Hollywood Bandersnatch from Space Mountain. Damn you, Bandersnatch. Welcome back. Damn you. Damn you. <laughs> how you doing, Unc? How you feeling? How you doing? Hey, how you doing? A little tired, man. Been working. You know what I mean? But hey, it is what it is. And, you know, we got the football this weekend. So I wanted to clear the weekend where I didn't have to work. So I had to go in a little bit early and stay later. But it, it comes with the territory. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're hustling, man. I was telling the audience, me and Just James did 37, obviously, with everything going on with, uh, yeah. you know, James catching COVID and, you know, Grandmaster B, and then you were with your new schedule, and then, you know, what happened yeah. here at the house. It's just been crazy, you know. We didn't really start the year like we expected to, but at least we're able to connect. And I know we're both really excited for this uh, this weekend of football, man. A lot of great matchups. Oh, yeah, it's great, great, great. You know, and I was thinking everything like this, you know, why I'm young, you know, still figuratively 50 years old, just turned. I want to try to get it and beat it hard as I can now so I can relax later on in life where just enjoying, you know what I mean? As I'm enjoying now, but getting all the ducks lined up because it comes faster than what you think. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Yeah. Learning that too, man. And uh, you would know better than me. And it's uh it's wise advice. Yeah. It's just shocking. I just can't believe I'm at this point in my life. And it's like, wow, you know, well, you know what? You're there and you can't change it. You dig? Yeah, I mean, and we talked about it on the show multiple times. You look at, you know, yeah. you, we talk about the, the peaks and valleys, right? The rise, the fall, and then the rise again. Right. You know, I think right. you've done an amazing job. So just Thank just you. keep it up and, you know, don't don't ever look back, man. No, no, hell no. You know, you, you want nice things in life and you want to do nice things. You got, you got, you know, you got, you got to work for them and you, you play hard and you, and you work harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, it depends who you ask to. You know, some people play harder yeah. and get themselves in a bad place. But, you know, yeah. I think yeah. you got to – we talk about balance all the time, man. It's really what it's all about. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you want to be like that at the at the end of the day. You know, when you're sitting there and you're like, you know what, I have all the stuff together. I sit back. I don't stress. I, I don't have to worry about nothing. I don't live paycheck to paycheck. You know, it's because what I do and – you know, sometimes you have to sacrifice some things, and, and but I'm not going to sacrifice to which where I don't know anybody and, and I'm not having fun anymore because then it ain't fun no more. I'm just trying to reach my goals and set different goals, and I have time, and um, it's just a part of my life that's uh, I'm going through right now where I need to, you know, start lining these goals up and and, and shooting for them. You know what I mean? You got to set yourself with goals. Or you, you won't have anything, you know what I mean? No, oh, for sure. And that's why I was listening to a podcast, actually. Remember that Gary V guy I was telling you about? Yeah. Uh, and he was saying that he wants to own the Jets one day. And he's like, I don't know if I, I ever get there. He's like, but you know what? I'm going to enjoy the game. I'm going to enjoy the chase. You know, because if you set your, your goals too low and you hit them, then you become content. So you always want to keep going, you know, keep striving for something. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah, so that's good stuff, man. Well, let's uh, let's dive a little bit into it. We can start with the first game, uh, 4.30 tomorrow, kickoff. Number five, Las Vegas Raiders. Take on, they take on the Cincinnati Bengals with our boy Joe Burrow. How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Joey, how you doing? So, um, man, I, I'm going to let you uh, 
take the lead on this one, man. I'm, I'm interested to get your thoughts. Well, I will tell you what, Philly. Raiders is a very big, uh, um, always been a fan favorite team of mine. It goes back to my Aunt Isabel, who loved the Raiders, the black hole. Before I even loved the Raiders, she was Raiders shirt, Raiders all this, and, and I just clung on to that. And then Lyle Alzado and, and Lester Hayes, you know, um, <laughs> them guys were just through Paul Jackson. You know, the list goes on. And and I wanted that for my high school when we combined the two high schools. We wanted to be the Roseville Raiders. Mm. But since had the, uh, you know, with the skeletons and the bones, they didn't want that, which now I can understand, whatever. Um, But, uh, yeah, that become one of my favorite teams. It's kind of like a setback, you know. My Lions are my Lions. I love my Lions. But I had to learn that I could pick other teams and be okay with that too, you know. And uh, – Raiders are in my heart, always will be in my heart too. And uh, I, I like what Cincinnati's doing, and they kind of remind me of the Lions a little bit um, on the turnaround, which I think is going to happen to the Lions. But something about them Raiders, man. You know what I'm saying? Them Raiders are sneaky, man. Well, you got to give them um, credit for everything that they've gone through this year with the whole Gruden situation, Henry Ruggs, yeah. you know, uh, Damon Arnett going down. Uh, I think they lost a, a slew of other players, all the criticism of David Carr. And uh, I think uh, Fasaccia has done a great job keeping that ship oh, afloat, dude. He has, absolutely. And I guess from what I'm hearing, that Waller has been with uh, sobriety, you know? Yeah. But he's battling that demon of the alcohol, I guess. Mm. So uh, I'm, I'm hoping that things work out for him because he's one hell of a tight end, man. Great ball player. Great, great ball player. And uh, I know Cincinnati blew him out the first time, but you're talking week four, man. We're now in week 18, basically, and anything's liable to happen. I don't know what Cincinnati team's going to show up there. You know, and the Raiders are going to bring it, man, because what they went through just to get in it, you know, 10 and 7, not a bad record with, like I said, all the things they went through. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it depends if Joe Burrow is going to come out. and You know, it's probably going to be colder weather, obviously. Um, it's going to yeah. be a little bit nip, and I don't know if he's going to throw for 500 yards, 460 yards like he's been towards the end of the year. Um, but if that Cincinnati show, team shows up and they play good defense, I don't know if the Raiders have the firepower to compete. So right. I'm really interesting, interested to see um, which team shows up. I'm, I'm actually – Cincinnati's going to be around. They're up and coming, and I'm with yeah. you. I mean, I remember – you know, back when Charles Woodson was with the Raiders, you know, and um, uh, Rich Gannon days and uh, Tim Brown, you know what I mean? That's when I really loved the Raiders. But, oh uh, yeah, you know, I'm kind of rooting for them, but I do feel if I'm a betting man, I'm going to have to go with Cincinnati, home field advantage. Uh, Raiders yeah. just have a lot going uh, against them. Um, I just feel like it might be too much, and this Cincinnati team looks for real. I mean, Jamar Chase is a freak, you know, he's a oh. uh, – He's gone off, and I know we talked about it. You know, preseason. That's that's the guy, one of the guys you wanted the Lions to take. And I just felt yeah. like a receiver was a stretch. But now seeing him play, man, we couldn't have gone wrong with that pick. Right, right. But you just don't know. You know, maybe we get him and we shit the bed. You know what I mean? You don't know. Yeah. Uh, what's the keys to the Raiders winning? To you, 
the keys to the Raiders beating Cincinnati. What do they have to do to beat Cincinnati? And then what do you think Cincinnati has to do to beat the Raiders? Well, I think they got to be able to run the ball. I think if Peyton Barber and mix it in with Josh Jacobs, I think if they could do that, I think they'll be fine. But if they get into a shootout, you know, where David Carr has to – not saying he can't, but I feel like Cincinnati's more potent offensively if it, if it turns to a shootout. So they don't want to do that. So I think they, mm-hmm. they need to control clock um, and play more towards their type of game. Um, so for Cincinnati, I think they need to get a good lead. And if they do that um, – I don't, I don't, again, I don't think the Raiders have what it takes to, to catch up. Right. Right. And that's good. That's a very good take because I, I, I'm with you on that. I feel you with, with, uh, um, each team has to do to, to beat each other and 100% with you. I, I believe the same way. And, um, you know, you're O and O coming to this. It's that simple. It's one and go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, move on or you go home. That's it. That's it. Everyone's got a new slate. So, All right. uh, I like the Raiders, but uh, I kind of gave Cincinnati the edge, but you know, like everyone else, seven points. Okay. So you, th- you say it'll be within seven. I'll say seven. Okay. Cincinnati by seven. Could be. And if, you know, if it's Raiders, I think it would be by seven or less, maybe a late field goal, you know, a barely, a surprise, maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I see it. Okay, so we're both kind of rooting for Vegas, but we kind of think Cincinnati's going to take it there. Yeah, yes. All right, next up in the nightcap, we got number six, New England Patriots and Mac Jones and Bill Belichick going to play with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen for the third time this season. Should be interesting, the rubber match, man. Um, you never, ever can count out Bill Belichick. I mean, it's look what he's done. We've talked about it a few episodes ago, but I'm still amazed at the job that he did in free agency, the draft, and the ability to coach Mac Jones along this far and what he's been able to do. And, you know, winning that last game against Buffalo, throwing three passes, which is amazing. Oh, God. Um, and Buffalo was my preseason pick, man. Uh, I just – I'm not – I can't say going into this game I'm 100% confident – but I do feel Buffalo has the better team, and I do feel like they should win. It's either shit or get off the pot at this point for Buffalo. Wouldn't you agree? You know what? Uh, um, I was thinking about this today at work, and, um, you know, Buffalo's in it to win it. And I just don't know if they have enough. You know, it's supposed to be real, real cold tomorrow. And Josh Allen has that um, uh, in his body where he gets – his feet get numb and stuff. He has very, very bad cir- circulation through the body. That's why he had a bad performance the last time. For some reason, he cannot get going and he freezes up. Well, they were saying about him taking some uh, ED pills, uh, Viagra, for it does something for the circulation. But believing if he was to do that, there's something in that Viagra which could could go against the code of PED against mm, the NFL. I see. And yes, so it's going to be interesting what, what this guy does because he has a hard time. And Mac Jones, hey, he's in, you know, he struggled as well. But them running backs that New England's got, if they start running that ball down their throat, it could be a long day for Buffalo because Buffalo's running game is not as strong as New England's. 
No, and I think, uh, you know, Singletary, he's played well down the stretch, but it's not what yeah. you thought going into the season with him and Zach Moss, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It hasn't really uh, came to fruition like that, and they've actually had to pass the ball a lot more. Um, so, again, mm-hmm. like you said, weather is going to play a factor, but I think both these teams are kind of built for that. They're built for games like this, so it's going to be a tight one. I, I really believe that, but, uh, again, I got I to gotta put my chips on Buffalo, and I hate going against Bill Belichick, but I just feel like they got the better team, and I just think they got a little bit more talent right now, and I okay. think they get it done. Um, I, I got to go with them at least for another round. Right, right, right. Um, I wish I could jump on the bus with you. But unfortunately, I got to trust the Belichick. And I got to think that Mac Jones is really going to try to get there, man. And what they're doing and them running backs, I think it's going to be a long day for Josh Allen, especially if they can put pressure on him and get this guy to try to move. And he's got cold feet. You know what I mean? He's got He's got bricks on his feet. Uh, yeah. I think they could pull it out. I think they could pull it out. Yeah, I remember we I talked uh, earlier this week off the air, and, you know, we talked about it. This was one of the ones that could easily go either way and be an upset for New England. You know, they could, I could definitely go, yes. definitely see them going in there because if you're planning a one-and-done game, again, Bill Belichick, I think, scheme-wise, he's one of the best to ever do it. He's one of the best yeah. to ever do a period, but to to scheme to beat a team for one game, I think there's nobody tops them. So, right. you know, I could definitely see it going the other way, but I got Buffalo by three in this one. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, New England. I'm gonna go with New England with a uh, a solid six points. A you got, pretty game. And you gotta love uh, Damian Harris. He's really come along. Oh yeah. Had him yes, on uh, yeah. my fantasy team this year. Loved it. Um. Yeah, and again, you just can't say enough about Mac Jones and the defense plays really well. You know, they fly around and they they show different coverages, which can confuse Josh Allen. I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a tight one, man. That's the one I'm probably yeah. most looking forward to tomorrow, just to see how yeah. how that shakes out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, awesome football tomorrow. I'm so excited. All right, so Hollywood's in with New England. I got the Buffalo Bills. Now yes. moving on to Sunday, one o'clock. We got Philadelphia going into Tampa Bay and taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Nice. So that'll be on Fox 1 p.m. Talk a little bit about, well, first of all, you know, let's talk a little bit about Antonio Brown and his impact on this game no longer being there. First of all, let me get your opinion on the shenanigans that went down a couple weeks ago. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on the the stuff that came out afterwards? Do you feel like he was just with his injury? You know, and he's come out and, and said and apologized for the way he acted. Um just, just give me your thoughts. Go ahead and wrap about that. Uh, my thoughts on that was um, I believe that he was injured, okay, or, or been aggravated or whatever, okay? These guys make millions and millions of dollars. They're the shot callers. And um, I just think there's a lot of – with Arians, Arians is kind of a dick, but he's your head coach, Okay. Right. Um, you know, <clears throat> you're there to to win. You're a teammate. You're a player. Uh, and that should have been all done prior to this. Okay. And if you were hurt in the conditioning, all this, I kind of feel like there was lies, even on Antonio Brown saying, "Oh, we had his videotaped and blah blah blah." This and all this, and they knew in the conditioner. 
conditioning coach. He all knew and everything like that. And Arians was lying. You know, Arians came out and said, you know, I really like the guy. I just want him to get help. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's the boss. He tells you to go in. He seems to think that you're fine. You're walking up and down the sideline, whatever it was. I wasn't there. And then all of a sudden you go in this Fruit Loop antics. Just walk to the locker room. You know, don't say nothing. Um, go to your coach, tell him, you know, I can't play. I'm hurt. And walk to the locker room. It's what you did. You created and you caused attention to you. Yeah. And then some of the, you're a comic Marvel hero. You're a comic gremlin and all that, a superhero. That's just totally off the chart. Yeah. Now, do you think it was premature for everybody to jump on the whole mental health thing? But because there was someone came out with a timeline to where, remember that hit he took from Vontez Perfect from Cincinnati? And he yes, got his yes. bell rocked and knocked out. And then they had yeah. this whole rivalry thing after that. Yes. I mean, you look at some of the things that went on. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of scary, but he seems to be okay for a long stretch of time. And he's doing all this other stuff. And then you got the whole thing with the COVID. It's just like, man, some of these guys, wherever he's been, you know, it's been an issue. You look at we're out as welcome in Pittsburgh, you know, um, falling out there with the quarterback and the coach. And the front office. You go to L.A. and then, you know, you end up having a fallout with with John Gruden and you know them over a helmet, you know. And then yeah. you go to New England and and you're you're out of there. You know, you're there for a freaking cup of coffee and you're gone. And then you go yeah. to Tampa Bay, you know, Tom Brady takes a flyer on you again. You you win a Super Bowl and, and mind you, Antonio Brown, he he's putting up Hall of Fame numbers and it's really really sad oh. because he's a specimen, dude. He's one of the greatest receivers of all time. And I think he'd yeah. be in that conversation, like that top five conversation, if he could just keep his head on straight and stay out mm-hmm. of the BS and the bullshit, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just, it's it's sad, you know? It's just, it's a it's a shitty ending, which I think it's going to hurt them in the long run because they're already down uh, Godwin. Yeah, them two are big. They were big in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Them two guys were big, and I don't think – they're going to really realize that until they come in this playoff game. Maybe they do get by. You're missing two big pieces. I don't care what anyone says. And it only gets harder from there. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I'm not in this head, man. And like you said, you got all these things from team to team. Things get said. You got COVID going on. You know, we had this discussion at work the other day with, uh, with a young fella. And he was talking about, you know, how, how, you know, depression, this and that. And he bring up a very good thing. And he was like, you know, you got all this time to think and, and how people treat you and stuff. It can really put, you know, just a lot of damper on your, on your, on your brain and, and make you feel like you're, you're this and you're that. And you get so low and everything. And I'm like, man, you're 24 years old and you're talking like this. You should have no worries. Right. Yeah. But he was, it was true. He's like, we're dealing with this and, and this ain't going right. And then someone tells you this or, or say you're even in, even in a bad breakup or, or whatnot. And, and you're not, you start believing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and, think uh, that's a good point because even though, like you said, they are millionaires, they still are people at the end of the day. And that pressure, dude, that pressure has to continue to mount and mount and mount, oh. you know? And I think sometimes guys just, they, they have enough. Everybody has their cracking point, right? Yes, and yes. They, they flip out and they do something out of character and, that's one thing I'm reading this book, uh, The Uncommon Life by Tony Dungy. Uh, shout out to Grandmaster B. Um, that was a very, very good 
uh, tool, and it, and it says that in there, and he sees it, you know, all the time, all the time, and uh, people always forget about that, and that's that's just one of the big things they have to deal with. Some obviously handle it better than others, um, yeah. you know, and it's just it's tough to see. I can only imagine being in that spot under the spotlight all the time, uh, constantly yep. getting criticized and scrutinized for every move. Granted, AB has brought a lot of that shit on himself, but like in everyday life too, you know, I mean, you can make one mistake and people just want to, you know, throw you to oh, the yeah. river. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's proof. Of fact, you know, it's, it's, you know, they hold them to a higher standard, you know, and even us as kids, we grew up, you know, oh, they're like superheroes. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're like godly. You know what I'm saying? You go to the game, you're like, but they're, as we get older, we they're just like us. They just worked hard, and this was a profession, you know. But you remember how it was when you were a kid. You know, you went somewhere like, oh, my God, Hogan or this, that. They're, they're so unreal. You know what I mean? Yeah, for but sure. They're, they're just like you. They have families. They have a mom and dad. They have children. You know what I mean? It's just a different lifestyle. And is it made for everyone? No. Some is. Some money's thrown there. You work hard. But at the end of the day... Uh, there's still a lot on your plate to worry about, and there's things going on. And with these guys getting hit, I just hope that you know nothing comes back where they're like, "Hey, dude, this guy's got scrambled eggs in his head." Yeah, that's because that CTE is really a problem. Yeah, yes. Then you could say, "Well, okay, now do you hold it against them?" I don't think you can. Yeah, and we'll have to don't see. Think- We'll have to see. Hopefully, you know, he, he can figure it out and he can have a healthy and, uh, you know, healthy future and stay out of trouble and everything works out. You know what I mean? But let Yeah, me... I, I don't know if he's going to get on another team. Your take on that. You know, a lot of people seem to think he's done, but I could totally see him coming down here to Jerry's World next year. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll line him up across from uh, Michael Gallup and uh, Mari Cooper and uh, – you know, we can go three wide at any time and uh, have a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that happening, though, for real. Oh, no I doubt. I, I guarantee you right now, Jerry's asshole is puckering. Oh, there's, there's without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> he's, he's, he's running out of the shower. He's running right out the shower. Right out the shower. That, yeah. Oh, man. I ain't even dry, but that ain't going to be dry. I get that boy on the phone. I want that boy down here in Dallas. I want him on the phone right now. That's right. And I just I don't think uh I don't think Philly has enough to to compete with Tampa. Although I feel like Tampa's definitely not what they were last year just based on health alone. Um but again, you look at Tom Brady, man. I I can't I can't go against this guy. You know what I mean? I think there's one yeah. team that I would bet against him on and that's Aaron Rodgers if they link up in the end, but other than that, I mean, I think still Tampa could probably beat any other team in the NFC. Yeah, Tampa, you got to come out and score. Yeah. Do not let them go late in the third quarter. It's still a 10-7 game within three because then anything's liable to happen, man. You for, know what I mean? For sure. Set the tone, come out. You know, I possibly see that score being like 28-7. to uh, That's what I can envision Tampa Bay. But if they allow Philly to come close, I can also see a 17 to 20 ball game and losing on, on, on a bullshit call or something and Philly winning it. And that would just be like, wow. 
but then all focuses on Rogers. Though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, what are your thoughts on, you know, Nick Sirianni and the coach over there in Philly and Jalen Hurts? And I know Minshew, I think, played the last week and helped him get like a win. Him. I, I, I like him. I, I like I love Hurts and, and, and uh, Smith and Minshew. I, I love it. I mean, I think Philly's got something going there. They need a couple more pieces still. Yeah. But uh, I like it. No, I'm with you, too. I think they, they definitely need to add, you know, I think maybe another lineman or two and build that defense back up. But I think the offense is definitely heading in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And you're talking about maybe possibly in the draft. If Jabu's there, that's their guy they want if he's there. Are oh, you talking about from a Jabu from Michigan? A Jabu, right? Jabu, yeah. A Jabu? El Jabu? El Jabu, El Jabu. All right, so we both got uh, Champa Bay. Yes. All righty, 430. Here, here's here's my upset, but I'll let, I'll let you take the lead on here. We got number six, San Francisco 49ers going down to Jerry's World to play the number three Dallas Cowboys. Who you got? San Francisco. And I believe me, I don't want to call it. I don't want to say it. If Garoppolo's on with Debo, it's over. And that defense is a little bit stellar. Uh I believe they'll beat them. And they got all that talent, Dallas. I know. I know. No identity. Where's the identity? Remember I told you. I told you about San Francisco. I was like, everybody's ready to write them off. I told my brother that, too. We were watching a game earlier in the season. They lost, you know, I think they were 3-5 and at one point. Everybody kind of wrote them off. I said, wait, if this team continues to get healthy and play good ball late into the season, you got to watch out for these guys. I mean, you still got Boso. He's one of the best defensive linemen in the league. Oh, yeah. You know, you got Warner at linebacker. You got a good secondary that's getting healthy. And offense, I mean. They, from Indiana, uh, that down lineman, um, the big one they made in that trade, they, they got. Uh, remember uh, he played for the Colts? Oh, uh, Buckner. Yep, DeForest Buckner. Buckner. Paul, yep. oh, beast, dude. That secondary, too, is un- unbelievable. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. I mean, then offensively, you got, you know, it seems like they could just plug in any running back and they run for 125 yards. I mean, you look at what Debo Samuel has been able to do. Talk about a, a weapon, dude. Unbelievable this season. Ridiculous. Let's remember this. Garoppolo is playing for a big contract. He knows he's not going to be here in San Francisco anymore. So he's got to shine, and there's going to be nothing better than him wanting to, hey, I am worthy. Yes, I can go to another team. And yes, I can. I'm I'm playing for a payday right now. And that's what Grapple is going to do tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And I'm kind of glad he got his chance, even though like it almost looked like they wanted to give Trey Lance the opportunity, but he just wasn't ready. I think we all could see that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And wouldn't you agree that Kyle Shanahan is one, probably one of the better play callers in the NFL? Oh, God. He reminds me of his father. He's got so much skill, and what he's done with this team has been amazing. He kind of reminded me of LaFleur over at Green Bay a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know they're good friends. Um, God, he's like so much past his time. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's been in the league a very, very long time, and he's young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and he's cool, calm, and collected. Seems yeah. like you have a good, yeah. uh, good pulse on what's going on, the players and yeah. everything. He knows the game. Yeah, you know, of course he's been around his whole life with his dad and everything, and um, you know, um, 
that's going to be a barn burner, man. God, yeah. is that going to Yeah, it's one of my uh, – one of the ones I'm really looking forward to. Um, and you look at, like, the way his offense is designed. He kind of did a little bit of that when he was down in Atlanta, but more so now, kind of like how his dad was with the Broncos when, uh, you know, they had Elway and uh, Terrell Davis and Shannon Sharp and Rod Smith and those guys. Doesn't it eerily remind you of that a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. And Kittle's on fire, dude. He's he's uh, God, what a beast. Even if he's decoying, you know what I mean. It's the, the little things he does. Yeah, no, yeah. he's he's the best. Yeah, he's a he, he's he's back at it again, and and I'm gonna look at it like this: twenty eight, twenty four, San Francisco. Hell of a game. The 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 lead changes a couple times. But the fourth quarter is where it, where it all happens. Mm, yeah, man. Let's, well, let's flip it over to Dallas. I mean, Dallas has had a really good season. You know, I mean, yeah. you look at Prescott. He's he's had a few games where the offense seemed to hit a lull. But, you know, Amari Cooper, you know, kind of went to the media and said, hey, man, I wish I would get more opportunities. And ever since they started going to him, uh, the offense has opened up a bit. I, I do feel like Ezekiel Elliott is not the Zeke that we're used to seeing. You know, I think Tony Pollard is definitely more um, explosive. But what oh, yeah. what impressed me was in one year how they changed that defense. You know, they were oh, they were garbage, and I got to bring him up because you knew that was my guy. But Micah Parsons, what a freak, man! Got him and Diggs. Oh yeah, Diggs too. Led the league in interceptions. Imagine this. Had talks about them in the draft. Getting that guy Dean from Georgia. Could you imagine that? If they got that sick linebacker from Georgia, Dean, with Parsons and Diggs, it's Super Bowl, baby. Oh. Just having three guys, no doubt. Unreal. I mean, it's all Best about – I mean, playmakers all over the field for Dallas. I mean, that defense, oh. it's going to be – I feel like it's going to be a lower scoring game. So I feel like both defenses are really good. Yeah, and uh, you know it'd be a shame. I'm not a Dallas fan because I've ever since the Lions lost to them in 15, <laughs> I've had it out for Dallas. But um, man, I just I it would it would be a little. I'd have to have some empathy for them, man, because they've had such a good season. And I, I am a fan of Dak Prescott. I love how he came back and and his oh, leadership yeah. skills and all that. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm seeing like a, a 2017 Frisco upset, man. I, I just I can see it right now. You know, and I love CC Lamb, uh, and, and Parsons and them and, and Diggs, and I really love Dallas. I, I really, I, I want to go, go all in on him. Something just told me with McCart. I don't know if he fits her. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, if they lose, does he stay? Man, uh, Jerry fires him. I think Jerry fires him. He's been, you know, Jerry. You got to think, though, he has been loyal to his coaches. I mean, he, he stuck with Jason Garrett longer than he needed to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, so. McCarthy, last year was his first year, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is year two. Even if they lose, I mean, they had a really good year. I feel like I think he'll get one more. But if they don't, you know, supersede what they did this season, oh, then there's no doubt. Because, I, I mean, the teams, they turned around so quick, and they're built to win. They really I just, are. I just don't think that Jerry Jones is gonna is going to accept that one and out. I don't. I think he believes in his mind this team is ready right now to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think he'll accept the one and out. 
I think it'll be over for McCarthy. I really do. Hmm. I mean, but I mean, you know, as a coach, it, yeah. when you're somewhere, you know, it takes mm-hmm. time to kind of build something and get your fingerprint on it, right? Yeah. So especially in the NFL, you're trying to build a program. Like you look at Campbell coming in and, you know, say next year they, they're a surprise team and get to the playoffs and they lose. I mean, you, you can't get rid of them, right? But there's a no, big, big no. progression there. I mean, 2020 was a yeah. year you had COVID, so McCarthy gets a pass. But you're right, you come yeah. in, big contract, high expectations. You, mm-hmm. you are you are in Dallas, one of the 32 premier jobs, probably one of the, the top jobs in the NFL. I mean, let's face it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, your expectations are through the roof, so you got to perform. And you got a team playing, that's ready to win. Right. Playing for Dallas is like playing for the Yankees or Boston. That's what it's like. Yeah, you're talking about America's team now. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah Jerry. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Total respect, Jerry. Total respect. I, I know uh, Ariel with the commissioner and everything, and, and you're very fond of your team, Jerry. Yeah. We love them Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> you know who else I'm fond of? That's Troy, and I hope he's calling the game. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that damn Troy. Well, Troy's a good boy now, Jerry. Uh, Troy's a great boy, and, uh, you know, he likes son to me, like I was saying, and, uh, you know, uh, him and Joe Buck, you know, Joe, Joe's like the ugly stepson, you know, the chore, but, uh, yeah, we gonna rock with him. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. So we both got upset. Wow. That, that That's going to be crazy. I'm curious to see the fallout if that happens. Um, yes. so moving on the nightcap is number seven, big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers somehow get in and they're going to Kansas city to play Mahomes, Kelsey Hill and the boys, your thoughts, ah. sir. I like the story. I like to see Rossenberg at least try to take out Kansas City. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I think it, it's probably in, in Arrowhead, and it's probably going to be a route. If Najee Harris can get off and and get the running game and keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands and, and Tree Kill and Kelsey, maybe they have a chance. It, it's like a thoroughbred horse. You're going against three of them. Right. And you only got one. You know what I'm saying? And, and it just at the end of the day, I don't think Pittsburgh has enough to even even touch Kansas City. I'm going to go all out there, 31 new uh, 14. Yeah, Kansas City. I'm with you. I mean, I just I don't see it being close. I think it's a, at least a 10 point game. Um, yeah, I like the story, like you said. You know, they, the team kind of rallied around Ben and. Uh, you know, they're just, they're banged up. I don't, they just don't, they don't match up on paper or what they're going to go, you know, trot out there. I mean, Kansas city, even though I think they lost their last game, I mean, they're still so high powered on offense and their defense and the physicality that they're playing with. I don't, I don't see a lot of teams in the AFC beating them right now, the way they're playing. And if they keep that up, uh, I can definitely see them there in the end, you know? Um, and you look at, I got to say, I got to give flowers to Mike Tomlin though. All those seasons in the NFL, not one losing season. That's a hell of a coaching no, job. No, absolutely not. He's a great coach. Great coach. And, he, you know, he wants to stay there. And if things don't work out, that guy's got an open book to wherever he wants to go. Oh, for sure. Whatever's open, it's good for him. That guy is a tremendous coach. What, 15 seasons there? Yeah, I believe it's it is 15. Yep. Wow, it's been that long. He's always been one of my favorite coaches. I like the way he coaches and um, 
you know, in, in how he handles the press, you know, he stands up for his guys. Yeah. And, um, you know, you got to respect him for that. You know what I'm saying? And he's had a lot of wars with Harbaugh and them guys, you know, in that division and everything. And, uh, you know, good luck to him. I, I just think that, uh, hopefully they can make it competitive, but I think that at the end of the day, it's, it's, um, you know, it's Kansas city. Yeah. They're looking to get back there. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, they, they, uh, they fixed that offensive line. I think they're, they're ready and loaded. They're ready for a run. I could definitely see them again. Like I said, being there in the end, I think Mahomes is adjusting, you know, learning to take what the defense is giving them, uh, yep. you know, throwing a Tyreek. Hey, he might get nine, 10 catches for only 80 yards, but you know, it's eating up clock and they're learning how to run the ball in key times. And again, running with power efficiency, uh, that's that's how you win playoff football games, man. So exactly. So we both got Kansas City there. Uh-huh. All right, to round out the Super Wild Card weekend, we got a Monday night playoff game. Number five, Arizona Cardinals traveling to LA, going back to Cali to play the Los Angeles Rams and our boy Matt Stafford. God. Which Stafford shows? Which Murray shows? We yeah. don't know. This is really a wild card because you're right. I mean, oh. you look at the Kyler Murray that's been without DeAndre Hopkins. There's times where, you know, Stafford gets a little happy feet when he's under pressure. You know, we saw that. Does he throw a pick six? Does he throw bad interceptions? Or is he having mm-hmm. a game where him and Cooper Cup are just on fire and they're they're running on all cylinders? Right. I, mean, I, I... Two young coaches in it to win it. Uh, and um, two good teams, defensive teams, which I give the edge to, to the Rams um, over that. And uh, offensive weapons. Um, but uh, you could say very easily that but Arizona go out there and dominate the game? Yes. Could the Rams go out there and defense dominate the game? Yes. It's going to be a chess match between coaches, between two quarterbacks, and uh, I'm not sure, is Hopkins coming back or is he out? I'm not sure. I need to find that out because that, that's a difference maker. Yes, yes. If you can hold Cup to under 100, and I mean under 100, not 100, under 100, I think that you have a possibility of winning that game and scoring on that defense. No fumbles, no interceptions within the red zone and all that inside the 20, 30-yard line. Yeah. And keep them off the field, you have a chance. But Murray starts fumbling the ball, just running around, throwing the ball away, giving it back to the Rams. Rams could blow them out. Yeah, absolutely. And it looks like uh, Hopkins is out and J.J. Watt's status is up in the air. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good for Arizona. That's really not. No. You know, I want to see Stafford do well just because of all the stuff he's been through and everything. Uh, I also look at that pick for us, Detroit, so I'm kind of on a – Teeter taught I really don't like Arizona because they had all the opportunities 
they were basically, here you go. We give it to you twice to win it, and you drop the ball. Yeah, they really so, they could have ran away with this division, and they just they could. Yes, yes, yes. I just I look on the other side, you know, and I just look at L.A. and the firepower that they have, that defense, and you know, big players make big plays in big time situations, and you look at yes. Von Miller and Aaron Donald, you know, when their numbers called, they, that's when they show up. You know, they show up at the best times, and. Um, you know, they, they show signs of vulnerability, you know, sometimes they can get beat and they show frustration. So, you know, and and the Niners, you know, did what they did to them. Um, that might be their key, but I don't think that's Arizona's game as good as like James Conner and stuff is, I can't see them lining up and going toe to toe like that with that defense, you know, um, I think it, there's a lot on the line for the Rams. They put a lot of, a lot of stock into it. Now it just comes down to do or die. You have the talent, you have the coach, you know, you have the philosophy. Now go in there and do it. You know, it's nut up or shut up, man. It's, it's go time. You know, I would like to see Matt Stafford get his first playoff win. Oh, that'd be so nice. You know, and, and, and all the, all the critics wrong. They would, they would also go as hey, McVay did what he said he was going to do. He went out and got his man. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, both teams are in it to win it. And there's a lot of money on the line. And there's a lot of first-rounders on the line where they were given up to get to where they're at now. And if it doesn't pan out, just it's so weird how this game falls as your very first game. You both are going at each other. And only one can win. Right. So I'm going to say can't go with my heart for the Lions, you know. It is what it is. I'm going to say Stafford has a day because he's at home. And he's going to, he's going to, I think he's going to win. They're going to be in the 30s, maybe 34, 34, 24, maybe by 10, underneath 10, I think. And uh, Stafford's going to show, hey, I can, win, I, I can win a playoff game and probably throw for 300 yards and three TDs. I'm in, I think that. I'm in lockstep with you. I like like a 31-21 score, 31-24. Mm-hmm. Maybe by a touchdown, Arizona gets a late touchdown late or something like that. But I really feel like L.A. is the better team, and they've kind of shown that. Again, they just yeah. they can't have big drop-offs, can't have the big turnovers and the, no. know, the pick sixes because that's – in playoff games, they're, it's going to be a high-pressure, high-intensity situation. So every game matters, every play matters. Um, Absolutely. I, with Arizona's injuries, especially, and I'm just again, you know, Kyler Murray, he's a special athlete. I just, I'm not bought in. I just, I'm not ready to say this guy's willing to take Arizona to the Super Bowl. Call me crazy. I know he puts up great numbers, makes spectacular plays, but I just feel like LA's built more to win now, and uh, they have the star power. It's just a matter of doing it. So I'm going to say LA 31 21. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I, Stafford looks more smoother with that offense in flow. Yeah. Where, you know, he's got a healthy cup. He's got a Jefferson. He's got an Odell Beckham. And one thing on Odell Beckham, I know I kind of ripped into him when he when that trade happened, but this dude has really showed up, has really played oh. well for the Rams. So I got to give him his flowers as well. And he could be a big part t- tomorrow or their Sunday or Monday. He could be a very big part. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that he ever wanted. He didn't have 
in Cleveland. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it could all come together in Philly at the right time. And Arizona will be done. They're done, dude. They don't win. They're done. You're right. And I, they went all in. You know, that's why I think, you know, J.J. Yes. Watt went there. You know, they got some older players and – Yes. I don't know how long they'll be able to sustain it. You know, I don't know if Kingsbury's offense is, you know, something that's going to stick around long term. You know what I mean? The way he, he operates. You got a happy feet quarterback and he's small. Yeah. I mean, hey, I had him on my fantasy. And yeah, he, he got me a lot of points here and there. But when he shit the bed, when you thought he shouldn't have, he did. And yeah. that hurts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Rams, um, yeah. And I'm I'm a big uh, Larry Donald fan, and uh, you know, I think Stafford's gonna do it. Did you say Larry Donald, damn you? Or Aaron Donald? My bad. Donald. <laughs> oh, I got you. Know, you know, watch that guy cry on that sideline when when he watched what's called beat him yeah. last year, and he was in his mind. I could read his mind. Him saying, "This, no, no." We are too good to be on the losing end. Oh, absolutely. We need to get back there. And, and this is the year. And he believes it too. This is the year. And I don't know what would happen with him if they don't come up with that win. He could maybe demand to go somewhere else, demand a trade. Hey, we're all in, man. We were all in two years ago. I don't want to do this again. I want to go to a team. You don't know. Maybe he goes to the Bucks. That's, you know, maybe he goes. Yep. You don't know. That's another great point. You you want to talk about maybe being done? They might have another year in them, but after that, I mean, you're talking about not a lot of picks. Um, they actually have more picks than I thought. I think they still have six picks somehow next year, and but that those contracts, the big name players. I mean, your window yes. is really really small to like win now. You know what I mean? They might be able to retool, but they got to right. do something. Yeah, and you know their guy that does the drafting. Unfortunately, he's with the Detroit Lions. Right, that's true, and that's a good thing. Fortunate for us. Yes, because I watched him last night, and they were trying to get it out of him. He's like, "Oh no, we can't talk about that." You know, he tried to pick him. You know, well, what about Thibodeau or Hutchinson? He goes, "Nah, we're not going to talk about that." You know, we'll wait till the draft. Yeah, but um, with that being said, um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be an exciting, like a national championship game of college between them two pro teams on a Monday Night Football. Yeah, awesome, awesome, dude. Yeah, I can't Martin wait. Luther King Nights, celebration of Martin Luther King. Yes, yes. And you know, I had a dream yesterday. <laughs> that we shall come together as one. Um, just a great game. Amen. It's going to be a great game. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited. All right, so I just want to get your thoughts on the the NFC and the AFC's top two teams. So Green Bay, you know, whenever we talk, I always want to knock them down and say this is the year they fall off. But again, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers coming back, rise to the top. Then a big surprise. Tennessee locks down the top seed, and not only that, 
Derrick Henry's coming back. And do you know this guy rushed for almost 1,000 yards in only eight games this year? Yeah, same. Ridiculous. Unbelievable, man. So what are your thoughts on those two uh, teams this year, and do you feel like they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Oh, absolutely, without a doubt. Both teams are. Um, Maybe it's not as flashy with Tennessee and them, but they get the job done. There was games that they left on the table, they lost, they should have had. But that's football. Rodgers, just let the organization know everything's on hold. The quarterback that you went out and got to replace me is not the quarterback of your future. I'm still here. Will he Will he be there next year? I don't know. Is he throwing everybody off a curveball? It seems like it. By the way, some of the things he says, how much he really values the guys, how much he really likes the, the team, the town, the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So are you throwing little hints? Are you playing games to get what you want? I don't know. But he's got a hell of a run, and I can't take anything from him what he's shown this year. This is the Rodgers of all Rodgers. This is probably his best season. He's had some good ones, man. This one, that Kansas City game showed you when they would have had Kansas City beat if Rodgers was playing. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. And I'm thinking Rodgers is blowing them out with the opportunities that Love had. It's sad. And, you know, him and he's got him and the best receivers. You know, you got two dominant people. And that's to take nothing away from Cup because we know that Cup being chosen is the, is the number one receiver all year. And, I think he fell short of breaking Calvin Johnson's record by like 40-some yards or something like that. Yeah. But what a great accomplishment for him. Amazing. But he will break it. Yeah, I mean, you look at Devontae Adams. I think the, the, the debate is between Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. I mean, yes. those two are just phenomenal. I mean, so it's almost like the best of both worlds. One guy, you know, he's more of a um, – Devontae can do it all, so I don't want to say that. But, you know, Cooper Cup is like he runs all those inside routes so well. He can go deep, you know what I'm saying, and just sure-handed. I mean, those guys are amazing. One and two, either way you cut it, I just – those guys are great. Right, right. Well, here's the thing. Devontae Adams always been awesome. Yeah. Here's Cup, who is just an average receiver, a good average receiver. They made a few things happen. This year, he just jumped off the chart like Superman. Yeah. Like, unreal. Where did this guy come from? We knew he was good, but this good? This is greatness, man. He is showing a Super Bowl caliber receiver. And do you think it's almost weird because I thought with him and Robert Woods together just seemed like one of the best wide receiver tandems together, but I think mm-hmm. – Unfortunate Robert Woods went down because they were rolling when Woods was in there. I mean, they were mm-hmm. they looked unstoppable. And then just imagine if they had Woods and then you add Odell and then you got Jefferson oh. as your fourth receiver. I mean, come oh. on. Sick. I mean, it pickles my mind think? just thinking about it. That's crazy. Yeah. So get your hair ass. Yeah, hair standing up everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dumb it. And yeah, um come here. <laughs> Uh, just amazing, but he with Woods going down now, Cup gets a chance to be the focal point of the offense, and obviously you see what what's happened, and you get. I mean, let's. Let, I don't want to bag on Jared Goff because I think he's a good quarterback, but I think you know Stafford's a level up, obviously, and I think it's showing. You know, I think he gets yeah, a chance yeah, to flourish. 
without a doubt. So, One, here's the differential in Stafford and golf is what I've seen over the few weeks of watching. Golf doesn't make them pulse throws like Stafford does. Golf is more side to side, you know, looks where Stafford will lock on to his receiver and he's locked on to that son of a bitch. Yeah. That's just one downfall. But his footwork's great. It's smooth. Mm-hmm. He's like like butter. You know, he just brings them feet in and he launches that ball so sweet. You're like, these were the passes that were supposed to drop in in Detroit when they were overthrown on a wide open player. Now you're dropping dimes, dude. Where golf hits his receivers nice and leads them better than Stafford. But he's just not right there yet with the core that he's got for dimes yet. Yeah, and, and he doesn't have the zip like Stafford has, obviously. He doesn't no, throw pretty no, as a no, ball. Yeah, he could throw longer than Stafford, but he doesn't have that. Stafford's got more power to his throw. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. a, like a zing to it. Stafford's got that throw of like a, um, a farm, an Elway. Um, you know, you miss it, you could break a finger. Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of throw. Well, I was going back and forth with somebody yeah. online, and, you know, he's talking about all the pick sixes. and But, again, you know, we've even talked about it. Brett Favre, look at all the interceptions he, he's had. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Uh, Matt Stafford eerily reminds me of Brett Favre. Obviously, he doesn't have the, the wins and the Super right. Bowls that Brett Favre has, so don't get it twisted. I'm not saying he's Brett Favre, but he reminds me of someone that's Brett Favre-esque, the way he, he's and, a gunslinger. You know, yeah, when you're comparing, you know, a few people may get their minds a little pickled when you're saying Brett Favre. <laughs> and you're trying to compare Brett Favre with Stafford. It could pickle a couple people. But <laughs> ain't no doubt. I, I see some similarities. And um, until he starts winning playoff games and, and what you call it, then he could be in that conversation because he does have some sidearm throw and all that stuff. But I think Stafford could have every single stat without that playoff wins and Super Bowl. He'll just be a stat man. That's it. Yeah. And I think he has the ability. He has the ability in the team to win a Super Bowl. You know, and it's, it's almost like you want him to do it just so you could shut people up because he's still yeah, such a yeah. polarizing figure around here and the hate and the the ignorance that comes with that conversation. I grin my teeth every time, but it's like I can't help myself but dive in because it's like you want to defend him, but then, you know, there's times where he does do what Stafford does and, you know, throw a bad interception or something like that and get happy feet and take a bad sack, you know, but shit, nobody's – he knows it. Yeah. You know, he knows, hey, I missed that one. That, that's on me. But when he makes some nice throws that are sick, and you're like, "How do he do that?" Right. How did he get that? Right. Where no other guy could have got it, but that guy, or he got it right. This guy could have picked it off, and he threw it just a second quicker. Wow. You know, some of the things that he does, and you know, he stayed too long in Detroit, but he loved Detroit. He really wanted to bring that home to Detroit. He'd tell you that to this day. I wanted to win a championship. I love Detroit. You can't ask for anything better. I mean, you know what I mean? You can't, you really can't. No, absolutely. 
And, uh, you know, we wish them well and, and hopefully that yeah. we get this thing turned around here and, you know, um, that about does it for the, the playoff weekend talk. So is there anything else out there you want to rap about before we shut this thing down, Hollywood? Oh, let's see. Um, there was a couple things that we wanted to discuss. It was about, um, um, with the football. Oh, uh, what I want to say, I, I really enjoyed how every NFL team has put that John Madden first and everything for him. Yeah. Uh, that was a very, very beautiful thing that John Madden was such a big part of this game and he always will be. And for people that didn't know him, you know, the younger generation growing up, they've really missed out on someone very, very special. You know, and John Madden is football. Oh. Bottom line, that's it. Um, I'm thinking about getting me a shirt, the all, all Madden team. And, uh, yeah, just uh, kudos to that. And um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to come about with these NFL teams. And we got some good football coming on. Really good football. So, Sit down, get something good to eat, whatever, you know, you're with, friends, whatever, keep it safe, and enjoy some good football, man, you know? Yes, sir, man. Can't wait, can't wait. Just really can't wait. And, um, you know, we'll be doing these previews uh, every week, and we'll see how our picks stand up at the end, and we'll kind of go from there, man. I really appreciate you making some time. I know you're tired, so I'm going to let you do your thing and uh, crash out. Love you. Stay safe out there, man, and hopefully uh, we'll be back together as a team soon. All right, you got it. All right, be good. Peace. You know 24th Street Pizza for their award-winning pizzas. From their barbecue chicken, deep south dill, and BLT pizzas to their Hawaiian barbecue, super veggie, and even chicken fettuccine Alfredo pizza, they have so much to choose from. But they've got more than just pizza at 24th Street Pizza. They've also got toasted subs, flatbreads, chicken, fish, pasta, salads, the list goes on. Plus, with free delivery in Port Huron, it's no surprise they have over a thousand five-star reviews. To view their entire menu and to place an order online, visit 24th streetpizza.com.